The wind has grown cold. Creatures of the night stalk the shadows in the treeline. The sky is flecked with stars. Come, children, gather round and listen to a tale by the dancing fire. Welcome to the Story Circle. I am, as always, your humble storyteller. Today, we have a tale from the Brothers Grimm about seven brothers, their sickly sister, and a heavenly curse that no one could break. So, gather round, perhaps find yourself something to drink, and listen as we hear the tale of the Seven Ravens. A man and his wife had seven sons, but however much they wished for a daughter, they did not have one yet. Finally, the wife had hope for another child, and when it came into the world, it was indeed a girl. Great was their joy, but the child was born sickly and small, and weak. The family were devout Christians, and fearing she would die without being christened, they wished for an emergency baptism. The father sent one of his sons to run quickly to the well and get some water for the baptism. The other six ran along with him. Because each of them wanted to be the first to dip out the water, the jug fell into the well. There they stood, not knowing what to do, afraid to return to their father, as he would be angry with them. When they did not return for some time, the father grew impatient and said, They have forgotten what they went after because they were playing, those godless boys. Fearing that the girl would die without being baptized, he cried out in anger, I wish that those boys would all turn into ravens! He had hardly spoken these words when he heard a whirring sound over his head, and looking up, he saw seven coal-black ravens flying away out of the forest. The parents could not take back their curse, and however sad they were at the loss of their seven sons, they were somewhat comforted because their dear little daughter had begun to gain strength and was becoming more beautiful each day. For a long time, the young girl did not know she had any brothers, for her parents took care not to mention them to her. However, one day, as she was at market, she overheard some people talking about her. They said, She is beautiful enough, but in truth she is to blame for the misfortune of her seven brothers. This troubled her greatly, and she went to her father and mother and asked them, if she indeed had had brothers, and what had happened to them. Her parents could no longer keep the secret, but said that it had been heaven's fate, and that her birth had only been an innocent cause. However, this ate at the girl's conscience every day, and she came to believe that she would have to redeem her brothers. 
she had neither rest nor peace, until she secretly set out into the wide world, hoping to find her brothers and set them free, whatever it might cost her. She took nothing with her but a little ring as remembrance from her parents, a loaf of bread for when she got hungry, and a little jug of water for thirst. She also took a little chair to sit on in case she got tired. She walked on and on, far, far to the end of the world. Finally, she came to a great palace with a golden throne, and on the throne sat the sun. When the girl entered his throne room, she found it far too hot to bear, and as the sun glared down on her, he smiled with teeth far too sharp and said, Little girl, come closer. I'll have you for my dinner. She hurried away, and before long she came to another palace, silver as if carved out of ice. And inside, on a throne, sat the moon. But inside the palace the girl found she was far too cold, and the moon was frightening and wicked. And as she came close, the moon said, I smell, smell human flesh. Again the girl hurried away, and at last she came to the palace of the stars. Unlike the sun and the moon, the stars were friendly and good to her, each sitting on its own little chair, much like the one she had brought along. When the morning star arose, he gave her a chicken bone, and said, Without this chicken bone you cannot open the glass mountain, and your brothers are inside the glass mountain. The girl took the bone, wrapped it up well in a cloth, and went on her way again, until at last she came to a mountain made all of glass. The door was locked, and she started to take out the chicken bone, but when she opened the cloth, it was empty. She had lost the gift of the good stars. What could she do now? She wanted to rescue her brothers, but she had no key to the glass mountain. Thinking that perhaps all she needed was a little bone, she took out the knife she had used for carving bread, cut off the little finger of her right hand, and put it into the door. Fortunately for her, the door opened. She wandered the halls for a little while until she came upon a servant. He smiled at her and said, My child, what are you looking for? I am looking for my brothers, the seven ravens, she replied. The servant said, oh, The Lord Ravens are not at home, but if you want to wait here until they return, please step inside. Then the servant carried in the raven's dinner on seven little plates, and in seven little cups he gave them wine. The sister ate a little bit from each plate and took a little sip of wine from each cup. Into the last cup she dropped the ring that she had brought from home. Suddenly she heard a whirring and a rushing sound in the air, and the servant said, 
The Lord Ravens are returning home now. Not sure what to do, she quickly hid herself right outside the door. The Ravens flew in through the window, very hungry and thirsty from the day's work, and wanted to eat and drink. They settled at their plates and cups. But one after another they said, Who has been eating from my plate? Who has been drinking from my cup? These bites were made with a human mouth. When the seventh one came to the bottom of his cup, the ring rolled towards him. Looking at it, he saw it was the ring from their father and mother, and said, Oh, God grant that our sister may be here! That would break the curse on us! Hearing this, the girl burst out from behind the door. The ravens were restored to their human forms, and they hugged and kissed their brave little sister, and happily returned home to their father and mother. By the Dancing Fire is a Forest Ghost production. Be sure to like By the Dancing Fire on Facebook, and if you liked what you heard, consider becoming a patron at patreon.com slash bythedancingfire. For as little as $5 a month, you'll help us continue to produce content like this, and you'll gain access to perks like early access to episodes or extra episodes that no one else gets to hear. And if you donate at the highest tier, you'll have access to our monthly AMA, the Elders Council, where you can ask anything you want of the storyteller or the production team, or even request stories that you want to hear. Thank you very much, and tune in next week as we bring another story by the Dancing Fire.